welcome to Loud Friends. Uh, welcome to episode 25, because we absolutely definitely announced those before every Always episode. Uh, my name is Zach. I'm full of beans. I had a lot of edamame before <laughs> before coming Great. on the show. Good. Just like a whole, like a like a big old frozen package of it. It felt it's great. I mean, great. not most people wouldn't call that dinner, and I don't know if I would either. But it's it's subbing in for that today. Uh, joining me as always uh, is my fine and uh, sonic clothed oh, yep buddy. I mean, there's always a good chance that you can just assume that that is the case. There's there's a really good chance. That Once that I said, be. I was trying to like. I'm trying to think of a word better than just clothed. Son, um, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. All words have left my brain. Yeah. Right. Um, Sonic. What are other words for clothed? <laughs> See, this is the problem that happens like so many times in my given day. And then I just like, I go to the machine yeah. that tells me the right answers to things. And I could just feel my brain just be like, no, if you get, if you just, if you tried a little bit, I might've been able to come up <laughs> yeah. with something. I'm just like, no, 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 no. I got, I got, no, I got to know the answer now. I need the, you have all the juice in you. The West is fucking doomed. Attired, cloaked, covered, draped, dressed, veiled, costumed, decked. I think veiled would have been nice. Mm. Yeah. Sonic veiled. Sonic. Underground. Oh. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm wearing a Sonic t-shirt, so it's a good day for me. Uh, truly um i am i am uh, i guess it could go either way fortunately or unfortunately not full of beans um i uh i am full of uh uh, potatoes and broccoli and cheese and a little bit of chocolate cake wow wow that's good cake on the on the roster we we took a stroll down to a bakery that we've never been to before um there was a a street fair this past weekend um that's like our big i think it's just once a year maybe a couple times a summer i'm not sure but every summer this thing comes around so we were just wandering up and down and we noticed some some things that we'd never been to before in our own neighborhood and well what is the what's the evaluation how was the cake it was pretty good um it so it's like uh um a a not not quite a swiss roll i don't think but it's like a it's like a swirl mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. it's like a, a like a big fancy ho-ho kind of kind of deal <laughs> i know what you're talking you know? about i forget yeah, yeah, if yeah. that's technically called a swiss roll it's something else right i don't think so yeah because i think a swiss roll is something a little more particular but this okay. is like a, a rolled chocolate cake and yeah. there's um chocolate cream inside the swirl and it's covered in like a harder sort of like ganache shell that does just sound like a big ho-ho for what it's worth (laughs) that's yeah that's exactly it um it was pretty good it uh uh it it had that thing where that chocolate sometimes has where like you start to eat it cold and you're like this is kind of disappointing and a little bit tasteless but then it warms up and you're like oh actually but they served it but they served it to you quite cold right we we brought it home put it in the fridge ah okay so yeah but um yeah not too bad cute little place good uh good selection of pastries and and some good looking butter cookies so that's something i have not taken advantage of in my neighborhood as a flight there are bakeries all around like i i sneeze and i accidentally sneeze on three bakeries um that can't be good for business it's that's not good for me either <laughs> people sue over this kind of thing that's why you haven't been to any of these uh, yeah they, they they all have a a sign in the front that this says that this man seized on my business <laughs> yeah, do not let him picture. enter yeah yeah 
Um, but there is a place that we, uh, we pass very frequently and there's a huge exhaust fan on the side of the building and you just get the wafts of the, the collective whiff yeah. of everything baking together. <sighs> and still and, you've resisted that siren song. It's a weird thing because like, I feel like you walk into a bakery and you're like, Oh, I'd like two things. And like, Oh, okay. That's a buck 25. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Here's my credit card. I guess. Yeah. It's like, I feel like you're not really winning on this, on this <laughs> deal here. It sounds like you're not getting enough. Yeah. Me. I have to, I, if I'm not walking out of there with a trash bag full of, uh, yeah. um, various iced crunchy sweets, then what, what am what I even doing? fucking doing? Yeah. I have felt better. I don't feel great. I've, I've been, I've been okay. burnt out at work and just kind of generally very, um, very blah. And, uh, despite this though, I, instead of my usual kind of Eeyore moping in which I just delude myself in very unfortunate thinking, uh, I feel like overcoming it even slightly today, which I think is what this podcast is going to end up doing. So okay. I, I'm ready to, to spit in the face of the doom and gloom. I hope we can do that for you today. Do we want to have, do we want to have the Elden Ring talk now or later, son? <laughs> I mean, you're just absolutely overflowing with this shit, so... When a tarnished and an Elden Lord love each other very, very much. <laughs> um, I finished Elden Ring. Uh, I finished. Yes, done. Wow. Like I'm, I'm good to put it down for a very long time. Uh, okay. I might help my friend clear a couple of bosses, but like in terms of my own progression in this thing, uh, I feel good putting it down. I, I cleared the game. Uh, I beat the game a couple days ago. And then the last few days in New Game Plus was like, well, okay, I'm curious. How quick could I like beat it again to get this ending? And it turns out mm. very, very quick. I mean, and, wow. and it kind of doesn't surprise me that much because so much of the game is just spent like, oh, what's over here? What's over there? This looks cool. Like, like, like just kind of moseying around. Once you really know where you need to go and who you need to beat to like get to the end of the thing, mm-hmm. it probably, I mean... I'm trying to think about what the timer was set at when I was done with the game, like the, my first playthrough. It might have only taken me like eight, nine hours oh, okay. to like go back through and and clear it a second time. Yeah. And um, this is New Game Plus. I assume that means you have all this your new, shit. Yeah. So a lot okay. of stuff carries over. You're yeah. the like little like waypoint warp points on the map do not carry over. So you have to rediscover those. But like okay. all your equipment, uh, your character itself, the level ups and a lot of other like consumables and craftables and stuff like that. Uh, cool. Those stick with you. Uh, so and man, is it I I was worried that new game plus would be like okay we're gonna notch the difficulty up and it's like eh, not really like they do a little mm. bit but like you still melt like the first 10 bosses you beat <laughs> like wow okay uh so that was that was good fun and uh going through that kind of like basically a boss rush mode and also being like oh well if i equip this little trinket and also i eat this consumable thing i can like maximize how many runes i'm gonna get from from each of these bosses which is just the huh. the thing that it's like it's basically the souls like from dark souls where like that's the okay. currency and the stuff that you use to buy stuff and level your stuff up um okay so it so would always affect sorry mm-hmm. you can affect how many of those you get with oh yeah. different okay huh. yes interesting yeah yeah there's kind of a late game uh, talisman they're called which are just like little equipable trinkets that have different varying effects um 
you know, some increase this kind of damage. Sometimes they can uh, increase your equipment load, um, all kinds of other stuff. Some There's one that's like, oh, yeah, if, <laughs> if you're quiet and enemies aren't noticing you, you're partially invisible. It's like, oh, okay. So they, they okay. really help you uh, adjust your play situation to situation. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, it was it was cool going through this and just like melting a boss and being like, it's like okay, like how many runes do I get this time? And just seeing is like, oh cool, like two hundred, like a quarter of a million runes, <laughs> solid. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the all right, so would we would we like to take a guess on the total number of hours that I spent playing this video game? So yeah. this, this is one playthrough, a very meandering long playthrough plus a new game plus okay the new game plus added on top yep which you already said was like eight or nine hours yep so i want to say now you have a day job you don't have all the time in the world to just sink into a video game i'm not all not all the time in the world i will say that this has been my nightly ritual probably six days out of the week uh-huh okay okay i was for some reason earlier i didn't know you were gonna ask me this for some reason earlier my heart was saying like 80 hours okay. like somewhere around 80 i'm gonna <sighs> that's tough it's only I can, been i can hear the millionaire like boom, boom, <laughs> yeah boom, can boom. i <laughs> can i phone a friend yeah do you want to call back up <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that didn't even flesh through mad i was gonna say can i call my dad <laughs> is it fucking no <laughs> so you play as a tarnished and no the elden <laughs> ring is already shattered <laughs> yeah he'll have lots of questions i'm sure um yeah let me say like nine ninety ninety six hours all right so you're low do you want yeah. a second and final guess yeah, okay. If I if I know I'm low, I'll take another crack and I will say 134. Okay. Significantly closer. Okay. Still low. And wow, okay. The uh the total number of hours I put into Elden Ring as of literally just a few hours ago cuz I cleared my second playthrough just like a bit before we got done podcasting. Okay. 157 and a half. And a half. Wow. That's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. That sounds right, though. It's that kind of game. It, you know, it is. And I like. I remember taking and you my adored time. It, so I yes, yeah. And like, there's there's a couple of moments in which I I remember the moments in which I was like not super feeling the game very distinctly, but like everything outside of that, like just the two or three moments where we're like, uh, I don't really know where to go, or I don't really have something to do right now. I can't really progress. I feel kind of like, I don't know, like forced into a decision. Uh, few and far mm. between. Maybe two or three times that happened. Okay. So the vast majority of the time I was enjoying myself, exploring stuff, just really soaking up the world and the characters and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, a very, very cool game. I don't, I don't have to really expound on my love of it, as I'm sure I, I think I've spent plenty of time uh talking about it before but now i really want to dig into some of my thoughts on it and so obviously uh this is the warning for anyone who would still like to preserve this experience right now because i'm just gonna i'm gonna go into it and 
I, I get the feeling that this is a safe conversation for you and me to have because I don't know if you really have. I, I don't think this is really up your alley. I don't think this is something that you really want. Yeah, we've talked before about how like I've I've tried Soulsborne games and it just hasn't clicked for me. Like I had I had a I had a pretty good time with the first Dark Souls, but I've never felt enough of a pull. Like I haven't played two or three or like a lot of Pass Me By where it's like I'm okay to I'm okay to talk about this. Okay. Cool. And by the time that you you do, or you have the capability to, maybe you'll have forgotten all of this as well. So there's a great chance of that, yeah. So, so there's that. Um where to start where to start i i wrote a couple of things down i will say that the way that i played this game uh is similar to how i've played a lot of other of the FromSoft games and for uh clarification's sake i've played through all of dark souls one which also took me a decent amount of time that game took me like 80 80 like five hours or something sure um, no i could see that really really mostly through that one as well um and uh bloodborne i've played through that one as well okay both the experiences I liked very much. I think Bloodborne's Bloodborne feels much better than Dark Souls one, in my opinion. But like at the same time, Dark Souls one is like like the seminal thing, right? Like Dark Souls one walked so, et cetera, et cetera. So other things right, right, right. and yeah, Sekiro and sure, uh, Dark Souls three and all that. Um, but those are the only two I've played to completion. And every time, for some reason, I always go with, well, I want to be able to take a lot of hits, and I want a shield. And I want a big weapon in my other hand. So basically a linebacker with a big stick. <laughs> yeah. I can't move very fast. I'm not very smart. I can't cast a lot of stuff, but I can hit you. <laughs> uh, and that is kind of how I played this one out as well. So I kind of, I built a lot into um, endurance, which is basically how much shit can you carry the more shit you can carry the more like, the heavier armor you can equip, which ups your resistance and all that stuff. I also poured a, like a decent, okay amount into strength and a bunch into faith. And faith is one of the like kind of magic or they call them incantation uh, hmm. classes in which the more you have in faith, uh, the more varied incantations you can cast. Um, okay. So it is, it's a form of magic, but I would say distinct from the kind of like sorceries branch. And for the, the sorceries are mostly like, it is mostly offensive like attacks like you are you're summoning a, a meteor to hit something you're you're casting uh you know various flavors of magic to do damage to things the faith they mm -hmm. definitely have those but they are much more like auxiliary and ancillary spells where you can up your resistances or do some healing over time or heal a bunch of folks in a big group so okay. um uh, I also named my character fat Yoshi <laughs> and very early on I found a kind of this green um they call it an imp helmet but it's styled after kind of like a cat but it's also a little bit dino-ish uh, -huh. uh i kept that helmet on for the entire time because i feel like that just it was very emblematic of the character that's um, great by the end of the game i did have like one of the heaviest armor sets equipped um called like the bull goat armor and it's like it's wide it is heavy so it looks hefty so i did yeah. just kind of look like a cannonball with a cat <laughs> mask on uh that's great which is very fun so to let's see what else let me i have a couple of things i want to touch on but let me just as i'm still reeling from it and collecting my thoughts it does feel just good to explore they do just kind of let you go for it in a lot of different ways 
which makes exploring these little things that are tucked away in nooks very satisfying when you do find them. Um, not everything is just like pockmarked around. They do have some indicators of like where you should go and where the main progression is. Um, but it's also just very good at letting you know, hey, you probably shouldn't be here. Like if you get one or two shotted by something, it's like really obvious. It's like, yo, probably not yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so that I think is designed very thoughtfully and, and with very honest and good intent to steer you on the right path and, and not um, keep you hitting your head against the wall, I guess. Um, and the, the, yeah, the, the only times in which I feel like I had, I was frustrated with a certain progression or like I was frustrated with trying to get past something and I couldn't was mostly my own pride. It was like mostly an <laughs> optional boss or just something I wasn't supposed to be able to kill yet. Um, yeah. And this is something I mentioned a couple episodes ago in that the, the best thing about this iteration of this kind of game is that instead of a fairly linear ish, like constrained level design, um, it really is a, hey, if this isn't working, go do anything else because there's always a bunch of other things to do. And uh, oh boy, did I, given the, the yeah. number of hours that I played through <laughs> yeah. the thing. Um, tonally, what I appreciate very much is that um, the, all the characters that you meet in this thing are very memorable, very intriguing. They have their own like pretty distinct like visual styles or personality quirks and by throughout the entirety of the playthrough, I was just like every now and again, I would think about one character be like, Oh, they probably have a quest line, right? Like they probably have something to do. Like, how are they doing? Will I run into them again? It'd be cool to like see through what their story is. And without fail, most of the time as you're going through all of these, I wouldn't say that they all end in abject, like, um, let me put it this way. There are plenty of instances of going through a quest line and you get to the end of it and it's like, oh man, that's pretty sad. <laughs> like yeah. no, no one, uh -huh. no one comes out like with like a, a beautiful dream scenario. Like at most, like you help some folks and they're like, oh, okay, cool. That was pretty rough, but here you go. And then, you know, you get your, you get your object or sometimes they die and sometimes they die by your own hands. And that's just yeah. how it goes. Um, but I think it's definitely a game who's very comfortable with, Hey, this is, this is a, this is a world that has been torn apart by many powerful people trying to vie for power and no one has clearly won. So it's left the, like the whole landscape, the lands between pretty fucked up in a lot of portions. There's been a lot yeah. of vying for power, a lot of push and pull. No one's really come out on top and everyone's just hurting because of it. And that is consistent with a lot of the characters that you meet and follow through with on their individual quest lines, which I appreciated as much as it was like kind of emotionally, I wouldn't say emotionally like dissatisfying, but just like, I don't know. It, 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 it really socks you in the stomach sometimes how, yeah. how some of these guys end up going. Um, but it's, uh, I, again, they're, they're certainly incredibly memorable, which, uh, Right. Which I appreciate. Yeah. No, like, I appreciate that consistency of of theme and world design. Like, that's, that feels very, like you say that, and that just feels very FromSoft. Like, everything sucks, 
and no matter how hard you try, shit's going to break bad. I think the thing I literally wrote down is everyone you know and love will not have a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Which is... Right. Right. Yeah. That being said, I have another another point on this, though, that I I don't know if they've really figured out a good way to and i don't know if i don't know if this is really something that they care to expand on or make better i do think that these games still suffer from the like oh i want to see this character's quest line through i'm gonna look it up Mm. especially with this too because I'll find I'll I'll run into and I, I ran into this situation a couple times where I'll run into NPCs in areas that I've already very thoroughly explored, mm-hmm. like from two or three like worlds back. Sure. And I'll start a quest line with them, and they'll disappear and go off to somewhere else. And like more often than not, you don't have a fantastic idea of where they have gone, and so. Mm-hmm you're kind of like, ah, oh, well, okay, I, I guess I'll just look this up on uh, uh, Fextra Life is the is the main wiki that's really well documented for this stuff. Sure. Okay. And like, you kind of like peek through your fingers and you're like, oh, where do I kind of have to go next? And right. a lot of times it was like, oh, okay, so they're going to go to here and here in this next progression. And I've already been there. So there's really no chance of me like stumbling on them organically. So I do yeah. think that they do kind of have this minor problem of when I have to look at a wiki, I'm taking myself out of the game. I'm less like yeah. into the experience and that does take something away from that. Um, on the other hand of that, I think that the way that you could charitably kind of think about it is it's nice to organically stumble upon characters in this world and just, you know, not have the, the, I don't know the, the Ubisoft open world, like arrow pointing in, in right. every direction of the next thing you have to do. It's so, I, I think I I think it's a small price to pay for how organic the discovery feels, which I'm willing okay. to pay. But like I I would be curious if in future iterations they could think up some sort of I don't know, maybe an item mechanic or something that helps you locate NPCs or something like that. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I mean, the world's gigantic. It's really hard to miss them, <laughs> right? Or really, really easy, easy to miss them. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, I like. I could see, like, that could be a really easy fix narratively, where you just like have the character say like, and I'll and next I'll I'll see you at X Y Z or whatever, like something maybe a little bit less ham fisted, but like that's that's the you thing could, like the the balance of not making it too ham-fisted and yeah. keeping that like discovery piece to it making the world feel real right yeah like that's that's it's a it's a it's a hard line to walk because once you yeah once you give it away at all like if if the thing you're trying to do is like completely in service to this idea and feeling of like totally organic discovery then you kind of you kind of can't give it away but then you just have to put up with the fact that like folks aren't going to find shit sometimes. Oh yeah. And like the, 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 I, I think there's some pieces of it where like, I wonder if they design some of this knowing that there are going to be thousands of people filling in information on a wiki somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a shame. Sort of way. It's, like, 
a little bit. It's I don't know if I can I don't know if I can have a much like more thorough conversation about it than here. But like ultimately, I'm I'm more or less fine with it. Like it's good mm. to have that resource at all. Like I much prefer to have it rather than not. Oh sure. Like yeah yeah. Um and something some a good in between that I recommend for anyone who might be playing it in the future. Um, if you have a partner, they probably have a smartphone. You ask them to look it up and give you very cryptic hints about yeah. the next, you know, cause that's what Becca did a couple times and they were more than happy to do that, which was that's great. very nice on, on their end. Um, so it'd be yeah. like, it's like, where's the next spot? It's like, I just did this. <laughs> like I just uh, gave the bowling ball to old Badger Bill over here. Like where's, <laughs> yeah, right. where does he show up next? Or what do I have to do yeah. to, you know, another thing that I did. <laughs> so I don't think I told this story. Um, I was following through with this one, uh, this one, woman's quest line and her her whole thing is that she wanted to be a uh a finger maiden which is not as illicit as it sounds in this video game uh a uh-huh. finger maiden is kind of just a stand-in for like they kind of aid the tarnished to mm-hmm. um to kind of use their runes to level themselves up and just like vaguely guide them um okay and so it's the quest of this woman who wants to become a finger maiden and um, i was really curious about her character because she's blind and you need to feed her these like uh these things that are called shibiri grapes. Uh, okay. And so you find them randomly and you find her randomly and you're just like, Oh, Hey, here's another one. Here's another one. And the more and more that it progresses, uh, the more she's like, Oh, it's like this kind of burns. And then it's like, it's like, Oh, mm. actually the shibiri grapes are eyeballs. And then she pukes them up and she's like, no, it's okay. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm strong. I will stay the path and keep doing this. <laughs> And I was just really curious about her request line. So I kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. And what I slowly start to learn is that like, oh, Shabiri is this god of chaos. Okay. Mm -hmm. The next spot that she's in is like, you have to go through, you have to go into this underground stuff under this old city. You clear like a boss or two. You go to an invisible wall behind the boss's arena. You go down this kind of like, jumping puzzle kind of like thing in these catacombs where hundreds of corpses are like just all around like like real desiccated like guys like in mangled like very unfortunate positions good look like they did not have a very good time you're in this crypt you're going down 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 yeah and then you find her and you're in (laughs) you find her and she's hanging out and then uh there at the end of this long walkway this long like catacomb is this mm. big like gnarly looking door it looks a little bit burnt it looks a little bit fleshy it looks not good and the hints that i was reading from other players on the ground seemed to indicate as well as the the hint at the door was like oh take off all your equipment unequip everything and go through this door and up until this point i will stress that i had not been <laughs> I had not been punished at any point for pursuing things further in this video game. Like keep like basically every time I have gone on and gone on, there hadn't been that classic like from soft thing where it's like, Oh shucks, you fucked up. You picked the wrong thing. And now you're severed off from the rest of this quest line. Hmm. Take all my clothes off. I go through this door <laughs> behind the door is a entity called the three fingers. Uh huh. And this is separate from 
a different entity called the two fingers the two fingers are part of this like golden divine order you're fi- like they are the correct like right way to go uh uh-huh. they communicate with like the the golden order and the gods and yada yada okay. um but tell they're like what. tell you what you put those two together you got yourself a hand you do and that is lore baby hey i figured it out this gigantic hand with three fingers <laughs> greets me uh-huh. and i think it's kind of on fire and i go up to it and it embraces me and i hug it and my skin is singed my Hmm. eyes have fire in them Hmm. and then the the npc that is playing more or less the role of my finger maiden melina the kind of your companion throughout this whole thing goes it dawns upon me at this point it's like before i went down into this cavern she went hey don't fuck with this it's Uh not gonna be good i went but what if it is good? And what if it's yeah. cool? Yeah. The next time I sit down on a bonfire, she comes, she, she appears and goes, yo, we're done. You fucked up. I'm gone. And the next, if I see you again, I'll fucking kill you. And then she pieces out. Damn. I had inherited something called the frenzied flame from the chaos. God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and you hate when you do that? I, Fuck. And what this did effectively was lock me into an ending of the video game. <laughs> oh my god! Because I did not heed the warnings of both my companion, my surroundings, yeah, yeah. and just my gut. Um, that's the thing about these games. Like, it's a video game. You want to know what happens. You want to see the end of that shit. To be fair, this is literally the only instance in which something locks you into an ending. Oh, okay. Which Congrats, I thought you found it. I did. Um, and from that point on, I, I, I was like, I, I effectively got broken up with and said, fuck you and die too. And then she left and that was it. And then I just like, while still like not even looking at the television, my mouth is my mouth agape. I'm just like reeling over what happens. I input the controller input, like the, the pattern to, exit out of the game and quit to the command screen without even looking at anything because i already know it so well and i just sit there and i'm just like well yeah fuck that's hilarious but shit <laughs> yada 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 there is a way to reverse that but it required beating oh, okay. the most difficult boss in the video game okay which okay. i did which was you know anyway so there's that and that was very funny wow. but that was like that was i think in part why my first playthrough was maybe as long as it was too because i had to i was forced to do all this extra stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, but the most ironic part of this too is that um, most of the endings aren't that different from each other and aren't that consequential. <laughs> okay. Um, well, is that also one of those things when you got locked out of um, when you got broken up with? Um, is that also one of those things where then you just can't level up from that point, or is there like some other mechanism that you can use? No, I, I can still level up. She just she just okay. left. I still had the the ability to level myself up, so that's okay. Good. That would have been particularly fucking cruel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was funny. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to uh, speak too much on it. I've already gone long enough. Um, I think it is a much more reasonable in difficulty than like previous souls games, but I haven't played secure dark souls three. So take that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it feels like there's a lot more flexibility around build and shape your character into whatever try a bunch of different things to get past stuff and if something's too hard go do anything else come back be overpowered and then crush the shit out of it which i did thoroughly throughout this game yeah. uh the second i mean it 
it wasn't the second boss that I fought, but the second boss that you are supposed to fight and be, uh, she literally ends up being a, Hey, if you bring me this material, you can just respect your character if you want. Mm, so like, okay. there is a lot less rigidness to, I think the design philosophy of, Hey, it's going to be tough. Good luck. Yeah. In, in this. So yeah, Elden Ring's good. It's cool. Um, don't worry about the endings too much. There's like, there's one good ending. Everything else is basically the same. You will be let down if you are hinging your feelings on how this video game ends. It is, it's same thing yeah. as Breath of the Wild. It's much more about the journey. And also Souls games endings have never really been that good anyway. So like, don't worry about it. Right. Um, sure. Yeah. Just uh, enjoy all the, all the friends you make along the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds like, I mean, th- that's what everybody's been saying is that it is um, much more, I guess, accessible in that you can kind of like jump around and do whatever you want a whole bunch. Um, which sounds cool. It's, it sounds like a, a good and interesting path for the Souls games to explore. Just hit me out of nowhere. Too. Like, I've enjoyed these games yeah. before and I do like exploring the world and like it's always the oh what what's the next area look like what fucked up weird little guy are they gonna throw yeah. at me this time like yeah what demigod am i gonna kill um which leads to a lot of very very genuinely cool fights and very fun moments um and the rush yeah. that you get from beating a tough boss is is very real it's yeah it's it's what this game hinges on i think um yeah yeah and that's i mean that's the souls thing and not to put not to put like too much credit on their shoulders because it sounds like they like took that idea and and elevated it very much with their own shit but like breath of the wild really uh oh yeah changed some (laughs) really changed some video games huh oh yes yeah 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 and and that's yeah and it's impossible not to draw the parallels there but i think like but also like at, like that's what you want to see games do right like you take right. the oh yeah they did this the best way all of other yeah. open game all other open world games are kind of shit let's yeah. let's i want to say steal but let's borrow inspiration from yeah. this other thing here uh, also the horse can double jump which is pretty funny so there's an innovation right there that's I legally would, distinct i would i would agree <laughs> But but it is it is remarkable to me that it grabbed me as much as as well as it did because I mm-hmm. feel like it is f- like rare and few and far between that I've got like where at this point a video game becomes my oh yeah of course that's what I'm playing on doing tonight or yeah it just becomes part of my regular routine where I can just sit down and really yeah you know when you sit down with a game it's like oh I'll spend a little bit of time with this and like it's three hours later and it's time to go to bed it's like oh Jesus like that's yeah that's kind of the that's the hold that it had on me for for quite a while so i'm i'm good to be parting ways with it i feel good about the time i spent um it'll be nice to, i have to figure out what to do with my evenings now because i'm gonna have an yeah. elven ring shaped <laughs> hole in my fucking being yeah. that i have to fill somehow now that's yeah i mean that's great because those come in when you move into your adulthood those come fewer and and much farther between they really do it like i I'm trying to think about what really had me this bad. Like Starcraft had me for a little bit like that, but mm-hmm. that was kind of a different situation. Breath yeah. of the Wild, obviously. Yeah. Um, Splatoon, but in like a different way. Like that was much more of a, I don't know how to explain that. But yeah, I, I, I'm very happy with it. They almost certainly, unless from software hates 
money they will make a dlc for it they've made dlcs oh, sure. for almost all of their other you know souls like games so yeah uh i'll be excited when that comes out to figure out what what they're going to do there um and i will play it and report back but um for now very happy with putting it down very happy to uh i don't know have a life again i guess i've been very but here's the trade-off that i made very early on with this i knew that i was just gonna keep on playing it but as a result i become a substantially less interesting person and i'm okay with that for right now <laughs> that's just yeah. that's just what happened no one gives a shit like everyone like the people like this game but like it doesn't make me a more well-rounded nor does it make me a healthier individual so i'm, I'm happy to get some of that time back sure sure the uh the elden lord has uh has left the chat <laughs> for the time being for now till that dlc comes out that's on pc i don't know maybe i'll play that one day i don't know i i hope at least at some point you give it a look see and see if it um see if it does anything for you because i i think mm-hmm. that this and dark souls one are worlds apart in terms of how rigid the design sensibilities are in that first right. game yeah i would also be interested to see how how differently i would play just any souls game today um knowing what i know now and like being a being a different person yeah and the the thing is too i definitely benefited greatly from having played two of these games previous just knowing some of the design language around like you know looking around corners and really buffing yourself up for for boss fights and stuff and like Mm -hmm. knowing physically it's like oh yeah that's a boss fight like no if like 100 yards away it's like oh yeah yeah that's a boss arena like for sure right yeah and if you're especially coming to like dark souls one like completely wide-eyed and just trying to play it straightforwardly as just a regular ass like completely mm-hmm. straightforward video game that that won't work that's hard <laughs> i mean i i bounced off of the first one for the same exact reason and just yeah, ended up coming yeah. back to it the same i don't know why i like i equate like my experience with dark souls the same way that i do with like first listening to death grips where i was like uh, i don't know i don't i think i just don't get it but then like yeah. as i got older and a little bit more uh i don't know mangled by the world i came back and it's like oh no i get this now mm, <laughs> i i yeah. completely understand if you're not open to the game talking to you and and like suggesting hey you're maybe not doing this the right way maybe think about something else or like pay attention to this or this and you're just like trying to plow forward it's yeah it's you're gonna have a less good time you can probably still get there with an if you have like the the just sheer force of will but yeah i think i think that's probably why i bounced off the first couple of times uh, whereas now i would i would probably be more a little more receptive to like what the game is trying to tell me and and look more into fucking like like faith and 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 intelligence and shit like that and what does that do so like, that's what is the, what are water spells like that's something that i want to stress very very much too which i think like yeah everyone kind of got a hint at when they played like the the closed beta or whatever even looking at the previews um magic's fucking bonkers in this game i yeah, did not right, pursue yeah. it but i ended up with just like a bevy of fucking spells and staves and other things that i couldn't use because mm-hmm. like Oh, that requires Arcana. Oh, that requires intelligence. I am not speaking into that, whatever, and I just disregard them. But yeah. the spells are 
crazy good and they're super powerful <laughs> so like and being able to do all that stuff ranged like you can make a really good glass cannon i have not done that yeah. um i don't think i will ever make another character and play this game again mm-hmm. not for years and years and years i'm really not one to revisit them like games like this in that way but like yeah magic's fucking cool in this game and it's varied and has just there's a lot there yeah i think if i ever do play another souls game that i will i will not play another just like beefy sword man Mm -hmm. i want to look at some other shit i spent much more time on that than i was expecting (laughs) my recording's already saying 46 minutes which is fucked up yeah i get yeah that was that was quite a bit of time i guess (laughs) but it meant a lot to me so um, yeah I will cede. I will cede this time to you, so that you have any time to talk here. Um, what's going on? What do you want to talk about? What's good? Um, yeah, I I want to come back to the play date a little bit. Um, now that I've spent um, a bit more time with it, now that I've had it for like a month, that little brick um, of cheese with a crank, little brick of cheese with a crank. Um, it's such a cute little guy. Um, yeah, so we talked about this in the in the last episode, I yes, think. Yes, and I feel like my my remembrances of that are you just played a couple of games on it, but the build quality of it felt good. I think you were very early yeah. on in I think I just got th- it that day. Oh wow. Yeah, so you'd probably only played so, one or two games on it. Yeah. Yeah, I so I'm now uh, a couple more weeks into um the season of games that uh get doled out every monday morning i want to say yeah every monday two more games get uh downloaded and i've got some faves and i've got some stinkers uh, and i think some sweeties and enemies if you could some, say <laughs> some sweeties and enemies exactly and i think through those we can kind of boil down like what i do and don't like about this thing okay um so generally uh outside of games like my general experience with the thing uh in the past three weeks i've found that like that those first couple of days were um had a lot of fun with it um took it out to like go sit on a bench at the park and took it you know on the train out to uh uh you know wherever in brooklyn um and that was a good time the rest of the intervening three weeks most of the time I found that I was not reaching for it, um, which may be a function of just how much free time I had. Um, but it's also, I think, um, majorly related to one of the, one of the big things that I don't like about the play date itself, which is the screen. It is very little and very dependent on outside light. Right, because it's not it's not backlit at all. It's almost kind of this like pseudo e ink kind of stuff, yeah. like Kindle ish screen. Yeah, it's I, I I can't I can't think of exactly what other appliance to um to compare it to. It's a little calculator like, I guess. But oh yeah, not okay. like not as sh- shitty almost as a calculator screen. Um, but it's but it's in that vein in that like it needs it needs outside help for you to be able to see anything mm-hmm. um and when your apartment is as much of a cave you know in the daytime uh, as mine is um to say nothing of the night like 
it's it's hard to want to reach for it when you look at it and you're like well my eyes are just gonna hurt in five minutes oh wow okay um because it's not it's not just that it isn't backlit it's also one of those screens where it's like it's kind of hard to find an angle that looks really good all of the time oh wow you're really like tilting it this way and that to to like not make out everything on the screen but it's like i don't know it, it does kind of a weird thing to does, my is eyes there, or like is there there's it's not any kind of like glare that occurs on it when you're like when you don't have it at the right angle or is it like what's what is that yeah it's not like? just glare it's like it's it's something with like so you know how a display will be like there's there's glass on top like the part that you can touch and mm-hmm. then underneath that is the actual display yeah part itself and it feels like something to do with the underneath display like i can never get i feel like i can never get the entire screen's contrast just right just by holding it at different angles to my face which is kind of strange but um it's almost like there's no perfect like viewing angle to it it kind of feels that way sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah um if if you're playing the right game though and like you're really dead set on with the right game, that that doesn't matter as much, um, which wouldn't be a problem if there were more bangers on this thing. Ooh. Um, I I'm gonna open this up and I'm gonna double check how many games I have gotten from the official season. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, eight eight games deep. So four weeks deep on this now. Um, I can of those. I can okay, so about half of those I like. Okay, I think that's all Which right. Is, that's all right odds, um, but maybe not what I was expecting. Like some of them, it it depends. Like some of them are are like good or okay, but like not what I'm looking for right now, or just something that I'm I'm not uh, uh, clicking with. Or that that's what I was going to ask. Is it a do you get the sense that it is a matter of a poorly made like a poorly made or conceived video game versus just not your cup of tea? uh, There are definitely instances of the latter in here. Um, Even in the season, the officially sanctioned season of video games, which I was surprised by. um, uh, I'll just call out Boogie Loops. Boogie Loops, you're a bad video game. Ooh, there's no game there really it is it is um it's a game quote unquote about uh okay that that's a little too mean a game a game is game it's a game about where it's basically a little um what's the thing where you just create like music loops it's like kind of a synthesizer like a like a like a daw or something like that yeah yeah um kind of an ableton-esque thing yeah it's it's one of those uh, and it's like the gimmick is that there are also there's like a top row above all of that of little like animal characters that you can set to do different dances at different time intervals to the music. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That sounds more like a toy to me, which is fine. Yeah. I think it would okay. be fine. It would be fine if it uh ran well all of the time oh no oh so there are technical issues with it there there's some hiccups there's some slowdown i didn't have a good time with boogie loops i'm sorry to boogie loops but kind of suck shit boogie loops get the fuck out sorry um other games like casual birder i like it 
I don't find myself wanting to go back to it. And I think, I think a lot of this is just that folks making games for this haven't, we, ha we haven't found what this thing is good at or like what makes a good playdate game. The things that make a good video game don't necessarily make a good playdate game specifically. And the games that I have liked very much, I find, um, are, first of all, use the crank at all mm -hmm. or in some novel way um, or like utilize the crank in more than 50% of the gameplay, which is not the case for all these games um, or are suited to be played in little like bite-sized chunks. So like something like a longer RPG, I, I get the uh, uh, desire to put something like that on here, but I'm not sure that that works. Or maybe it just doesn't work for me, but I, I'm finding that I, I don't want to go back to something like that. Um, the games that I have really liked, uh, Whitewater Wipeout, which is a game about surfing. I think that's uh, one that you mentioned last week, yeah. Or I, last, I did mention that, week. yeah. You use the crank to just go up and down and you're trying to get more and more air, and you're trying to do loop-de-loops in the air, and you're trying to hit birds, that gets you more points, and you gotta avoid the... Yeah, fuck those birds. Sharks? I think there's sharks. Uh, yeah, that rules. Like, that's just a, a little arcade experience, and that's great. Um, I finally got to um, Kranken's Time Travel Adventure. Oh, yeah? Which is Keita Takahashi's game uh, for this thing. That's very good. Kranken's Time Travel Adventure rules. Uh, the conceit of that is that you are a little ro robot question mark guy uh, named Kranken, and he is always late for a date with his girlfriend. And so at the beginning of every level, he's like, fall he's fallen asleep on his couch. It's three o'clock, and his girlfriend said we have we're gonna meet at three o'clock. So you start cranking the crank. And he wakes up and runs out his door into a series of obstacles that you have to learn and get, you know, you slowly learn the level and you get your timings right and you get to your girlfriend. But kind you're of, always late. Kind no of a runner-esque runner game. Yeah, sort of like a runner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no matter how, how fast you crank the crank, you're going to be late. So your girlfriend kind of kicks you to the curb and sends you an invite to the next date. Um, so I'm on the 19th date at this point. I don't know why this girl hasn't given up yet. So does um, the crank determine the speed that you're running? Yeah, so uh, yes. It's just the speed at which you're running. It doesn't determine the flow of time. Okay. So what that means is when you aren't cranking the crank, time freezes for you, but not for the world around you. So all the obstacles around you keep moving, but you're frozen yeah. in place. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's a really good time. Uh, it gets really zany. Um, there's like fucking flying pigs chasing after you and mm -hmm. like little little piles of poop that, that march along the ground that you have to avoid. Um, that's a great time. Um, I would imagine a very creative endeavor from Mr. Takahashi. Certainly. Um, a lot of good sound effects in that one. Um, it's great because like the, the levels aren't... They, he found just the right balance between difficult and I don't want to be here too long. Mm -hmm. um which again i think really suits this um form factor very well um that might be my favorite game on this crank and actually that might be my favorite game at this point um there are other ones like uh flipper lifter which is a game about getting uh putting penguins on elevators <laughs> it's basically a 
Do you remember Tiny Tower? Um, I think that's what it was called. Yeah, where you were... Was that the one where the whole objective was you were stacking a bunch of objects to try and make the tallest tower? No, that's a different I one. I think it... Weren't you, weren't you putting folks on, like, trying to get people on elevators and get them to where they wanted to go? Yes. Really yeah, efficiently? Yeah, yeah. Right. You were build, building a, a skyscraper with different floors and different people had to go to different floors because they had different yeah. jobs to do or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, then yeah, um, it's kind of like that. You um, control the elevator with the crank, and you, you go to a floor where there are penguins. The penguins load onto the elevator, and they tell you where you want to go, and you have to, and there are more and more penguins, so like the difficulty, you, you can imagine how it plays out. Um, that's a good time, because... It's fun that, that you're, you're operating the elevator, though, and you, you're basically oh, just yeah. kind of like a, you're basically a bellhop. Yeah, so instead of instead of the conceit of these games usually where you're trying to build the most efficient system, you're just like frantically trying to crank these penguins to where they're going. Um, which is a good time. And it's it's just like a, a run up the score kind of game. I found it surprisingly addictive. That sounds very fun because you'd have to I, I would imagine each of them getting on, they've got different floors and they probably have different tolerances as to when they'll be like hey fuck this your game's done buddy yeah I, so you have I don't to, you, know if do you have to kind of like remember it's like oh right like this penguin who wants to be on the fifth floor like got on this long ago so I should probably prioritize that or like no so the the graphics aren't like that robust mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um where you can differentiate the penguins in the elevator okay you just kind of have indicators next to the floors that a penguin wants to go to Hmm. um and those are like slowly the indicators are like kind of a stopwatch and they're slowly timing out um or no it's like a box that's slowly like filling with a different color um, okay to indicate like how angry they're getting uh and if that happens enough times um then the level just times out and and you get your score that's a good time um, and then the last one I wanted to call out is Pick Pack Pup, okay. which is a about, it? it's got a dog in it, believe it or not. It's about a dog who goes to work for Amazon and uh, you have to pack things into boxes and it's, uh, it's a match three game, hmm. but it's, it's a good one of those. I like a good match three. <laughs> um, in between like the match three segments, it's also got um, like a little comic that you advance by, by cranking the crank. It's oh, got a little, like, and story. Paper reel noises. That's yeah. great. Um, yeah, I don't really remember what the story has done. I'm not really there for that, but there's a dog in it and that's great. And that's, that's kind of been the story of the play date is like, there are some pretty good games on it. There are one or two, like pretty outstanding games and then a lot else um which is kind of a shame but it's also like it it makes sense for where we are with this new thing that like this new form factor and this new weird way of interacting with video games that did not exist before like people aren't going to immediately know how to develop a game with a, a crank mechanic right this is classic early adopter type stuff right and like do you know how much longer the current season is going to be? I th- I want to say it's 24 games, so 12 weeks. Okay. So you're so only like another, maybe a, a third through since you only right. have eight games. So there's yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that could be brewing and I'm sure to a degree they have 
I would hope, have timed these out in a way where let's get some of the stinkers out of the way, right? We'll save the truly right. incredible stuff yeah. for, you know, later on. Um, but we'll see. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. And uh, yeah. it's kind of a subjective like, sort of exercise. Yeah. That, that's what I would hope. And, and also could be a thing of like the, the ones that are coming later have had more time to cook and like needed more time to be developed. Um, and so they'll, they'll come out with like, like a little more fully formed or like maybe they had more time to, to test and see like, this doesn't feel great on this thing. Let's, let's try something else. Um, and I, and at this point, are you, do you still feel good that you got it? I, 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 I do because it's like a neat little thing and like that, that can be enough for me. I haven't found myself regretting my purchase. Um, but yeah, like it is early adopter shit. Like I, I need to, I need to try to be able to push through this initial wave of like, well, that didn't really hit and let people like get up to speed because they're there could easily they've made it so easy to develop for this thing and like sideload indie games onto it um like indie in this case in the sense that it wasn't officially sanctioned by played it themselves um like there could easily be a really robust ecosystem of games around this thing and i think i don't know that it's it's gonna be a very <laughs> treacherous path for them to get there and i don't know that they will eventually get there because like that obviously depends on the number of people who have the thing in the first place and yeah i i, I don't know i i could see it happening and with the right amount and kind of support maybe they get there but um yeah i still feel good about it um also because of some some other games that i wanted to call out like that's just what's coming the season so far but there have for a while my favorite games on this thing were not from uh, a play date i think Kranken has probably moved ahead of everything else because that's a really great game but um one uh, uh outside uh, or, or a game that i sideloaded onto this thing that i really wanted to call out because i was really it, this was one of the first games that i loaded on um, the first week that i got it and i was already like extremely impressed and kind of blown away by it it's a game called bloom um it's a game in which you play as uh, this girl who has dropped out of college without telling her parents and gone to work in a flower shop oh. uh, or, or set up her own flower shop. Um, the entire game takes place like uh, either in her uh, apartment or uh, you take out the crank and you crank up to go up to the roof to plant flowers. Um, that's the only way that the crank is used in the game. You, you crank up to the roof, you crank back down to your apartment um, and then you can press up on the D-pad once when you're in your apartment to use your phone to um, either buy new flowers or pay your rent to get more um, uh, flower plots opened up on the roof. Do a couple of other things uh, or talk to your friends in like a messaging app. And the really cool thing about this game that I, th I think has had me coming back to it again and again and like makes it really well suited to the play date is that it runs on a real time clock. So things oh. are going to be happening in real world time. So you can run out of things to do. And then, well, I guess I'll close the play date because you there's wait, nothing. You gotta to wait for your flowers to grow. You gotta wait for your flowers to grow. 
and you have to wait for for uh, uh, other conversations to happen. You have, happen. You have to wait for like you'll have a conversation about oh we'll set up a movie night with uh, me and my friends, and then you have to wait for that movie night to happen. You have to close the game and go do something else. How I don't know if you've been keeping track. How long roughly are like sessions that you're popping this thing open just to kind of check on your stuff and manage things? Because like I'm I'm curious if that's like as you were saying before, it feels like that could be a decent way forward for this thing where like maybe the experience of looking at this thing for more than like 15 minutes isn't that great but if you're just popping it open and doing a couple of like simple things real quick maybe that's where the the money is yeah that's that's exactly what i was gonna say is i i feel like no more than 15 minutes for a playstation for bloom um which yeah i i i think that feels about right if yeah like if if something only lasts long enough for me to uh, like, it's, it's the saying of like, leave people wanting more. Right. Mm -hmm. If, if I get into a game and then it says, well, it's time to stop playing or I feel like it's time to stop playing, but I'm already on this thing. And there are other great experiences like that on there. Then I'm going to go like play another one of those. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Bloom is a great game. You don't have to have a playdate to play playdate games. You can play them. Do they in the like, browser. Is there like an emulator or a browser? Yeah, I, I want to say you can you can play any of these games in the browser. Um, uh, uh, it's on itch. I don't remember how much it costs, but like two three bucks, probably. It might have it might have been one of the ones that was um, a little bit more, like maybe ten dollars. But it's it's worth it because it's a really great game and like the writing is really great. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's just kind of really cute and really uh, just a nice little little experience. It's it's one of the ones. It was for a while the only game that that I continued to want to go back to and like open up my Playdate to play again. It feels like out of the even of the Playdate supplied video games of the season, this feels like I I know it's not one of those, but um you do need to have something with some narrative substance to it on your console, I feel. Right. Um, yeah, it's good that this is kind of filled in the gap for that really nicely. Yeah. And I mean, they, they do have other games that have a sort of narrative substance to them, but they're but like, do they though? Like, are, are they just like gamey right. games or I, I mean, if they were just gamey games, that would kind of be fine with me. Like Kranken is, is just sort of a gamey game. Whitewater Wipeout is just sort of a gamey game, but the, the, the games that come in the season that 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 do have some sort of narrative to them are well first of all they're not doing this thing that we're, that we're talking about where it's not like i th- i think the real world timer uh the real real world clock mechanic is really on to something with bloom mm-hmm. um they're not doing that they're, they're just sort of like being a video game um but also what i found is like all of those narratives are kind of written in a very jokey like tongue-in-cheek kind of way that like i can see that you're trying to be cute and it's i don't know it's a it's a certain kind of humor that is all well and good but because bloom is like actually presenting me with serious narrative weight like this girl is is worried about telling her parents that she's not actually going to college uh, even though they they think she is or that she has a girlfriend and they don't know and like she's scared of coming out to to them or or to anybody who 
who might happen at the shop and she's like very financially uh, you know you know things are nebulous she's not sure if she can keep the shop like th- that's real that's real shit and like i i care about finding that out i don't so much care if you know uh uh fucking joe wuzzlefuzz is gonna take a picture of the bird bird blue for the big jamboree like well that, I, see and that's right but that i i still qualify that as like gaming game stuff because you, you can tell yeah. when games are not focusing on their narrative we know yeah. what this we know what this feels like because we grew up with it our entire goddamn lives yeah. right so yeah. um man i'm really curious about bloom now i'm very i'll, it's have, great. I'll have yeah. a lot of time i mean I mean, I guess I'm not going to be able to put Elden Ring time into it because uh, at a certain <laughs> no, point, the game is going to go go to bed. Yeah, um, go do something else. Right. But um, um, I am curious, too, about what the future of the play date looks like because you got to make money off of this thing more than just off of its asking price initially. Like, will season two have a price tag to it? Will they start to release standalone yeah. video games? will they make a play date version two in a couple of years that does solve some of the screen issues maybe mm-hmm. makes it a little bit bigger right yeah i could see them doing all of these things um i think they've said that they do want to eventually set up a storefront so they will probably sell standalone video games and season two will absolutely have a price tag attached to it um like that just that just makes sense i wouldn't expect anything else um uh, and especially if they like if if they are looking into setting up a storefront that would sell individual games i don't i don't think that would only be for the purpose of selling games uh like for people independently to sell games outside of their season i could see them also using that as a way to sell games that come in a season individually if you don't want to pay for the entire season mm-hmm. although maybe that's bad business maybe i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but I mean, it, um, it, they're, you know, they're they're kind of on their own path right now. So I'm sure there's a lot of discussions and questions that they're having about, like, the structures of these things going forward. Right, that, right. You know, only time will tell. And, hey, given that it is, like, a ghostly, not E3 week, maybe we'll, maybe we'll hear more about that soon or something, you know? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, like, they're, they're shipping now. Um, folks are more and more getting them in their pockets um but yeah like i i can see them doing all of those things and all those things costing money and then if all of that goes well then um them making a version two maybe do you think the version two will be like purple or it'd be like a light blue could be you want to you want to send them some letters (laughs) poke them in the right direction yeah if the next one's blue i'm gonna be pissed i mean i like the yellow i like the bright yellow but i think the yellow is good look at me um one i i think i've said my piece on the play date one one last game that's really good that i wanted to call out um it's very light is called uh it's another independent game that that somebody just put up on twitch uh, <laughs> on twitch somebody put on itch it's pretty close um it's uh a game called super corporate tax evader <laughs> which is and you play as yoshi and you play as yoshi of course Somebody had to have this idea for the game, for, for a game on the play date, uh, a handheld with a crank. Uh, you are a subordinate at a corporation. It's doing dodgy shit. And so you got to take out that crank and shred some documents. Oh, man. <laughs> it's great. It's great. 
what I really like about it is is not just that like you're you're using the crank for for something material in in the game, but also the the play date knows when you have taken the crank out and when you've put it back in. So oh, that, right, because it is like collapsible. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, it like folds back into um, a little slot on mm-hmm. the side of the device, um, and so developers can use that as a mechanic in, in their games as well. And Super Corporate Tax Evader uses that to great effect, I think, in that um, every once in a while, while you are shredding documents, in the other room, your boss is talking to your company's lawyer, and every once in a while, the lawyer will burst into the room. And if you're still shredding, if the crank is out, you go to jail. So you have to, like... <laughs> There are little like word bubbles of their conversation popping up in the top corner. So as you're like frantically cranking, you also have to try to hold the thing still to read the dialogue and oh, try to guess man. like when the lawyer is going to burst in and frantically try to put the put the crank away. See, now that's great. incredible. That like that extra dimension of physicality. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit, that makes me want to play. Hey, when I visit, I'm going to play the shit out of this thing. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you go to town on this thing. Um, Beautiful. But yeah, no, that that's one of those games. That's another one of the games that that like you should put that in the season. Like that's a much better idea than some of these other. Yeah. There's, there's some good stuff out there. I am. I, I'm curious as to whether or not you will be surprised at some of the ones that come down the pipe later. I I'm hoping that we'll talk about this in another month, month and a half and you'll be eating your words. I hope so. I, I really hope so. Yeah. Um, cause like clearly little games like this, like that makes me really hopeful for the future of what you can do with this thing, because that that's just so like, creative and silly and great i can't wait to hear more about it yeah but for now um i think we will be wrapping up we're tarnished and we've been cranking it and uh that's oh and that's the title tarnished and cranking it thanks for listening everybody um mike do you want to let everyone oh we didn't get to the boktai database is it up is it live is it ready it's been live for a month yeah oh okay It is it is live and on the internet. So yeah, like very quickly, I've been working on a uh, um, an archival slash fan website for um, a, uh, the Boktai series of video games that um, I played as a as a as a young boy um, and fell in love with. And not a lot of people know about those games. I feel like or ever like had a chance to play them. Um, and they're like weird and use a solar sensor, so like you're you're not going to be able to to play them the same way like emulated or anything whatever anyway um yeah there's they're like the gist of it is i had been thinking for a couple of years that i want to do some kind of documentary project about those games um and in researching for this project um i was continually disappointed at the dearth of information about these games uh that is out there um there are wikis but they are i i found them lacking uh, and so I decided to make more work for myself before I start the uh, the other interesting creative endeavor and build my own website. It's called the Boktai Database. You can find it at boktai.info. And I am using my nights and weekends to slowly but surely add um, more and more information about the games, um, about their, their worlds, like the, the setting, the characters, um, but also things from outside of the game that uh existed in the world and and sort of tell the story of these games as like a cultural object hey this um, is a this is a nice little website this layout's really oh, thank good you. 
thank you so much. I have to for that. I have to I have to shout out um, a website called Distant Skies um, that I totally stole the layout from. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you to Distant Skies and to Creative Commons. Um, and uh, I have to call out. It is it is hosted on Neo Cities, which is a, a cool little project um, that I don't think I've talked about before. Um, but it's a place where you can you can build a, an HTML, a very simple HTML website. Um, and folks have done some really cool shit there. Man, it makes me want to. Man, if I built a website, what would it be? Yeah, hmm. total freedom. It's a real real blank slate sort of shit. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll figure that out for for next week's. Uh, Maybe that'll be next time. Yeah. Maybe the next Zach's, time. Zach's uh, uh, Elden Ring fan site coming soon. I think that's already. Mm, I think it's already kind of. It's a big market, you know. I think there's there's plenty yeah. of that going around. I do. Fi- hey, I will say. I will if to shout out some some good YouTube lore channels that I'm sure anyone who knows anything about these video games is already following. First one, sure. Zully the Witch, very good, and then the classic uh, Vati Vidya, both yep. great. Um, even I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing I get to delight in now is that now that the game is done, I don't have to worry about shielding, like looking through my fingers as I watch these videos, I can just let everyone else piece together the lore for me be like, Oh wow, that's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Um, so you can find me, uh, kind of crooning my neck, staring at my phone as I go through, (laughs) as I go through too many of those just to, I know I got a lot of free time being Elden Lord, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All yeah. the work's behind me. You've made it. You're on top. You pull that ladder up behind you, and and, <laughs> and all my friends are fucking videos. dead and gone. That's right. I don't even play those games, and I could watch fucking hours of that shit. I love those. When I after I finished my first playthrough, I like the next day almost immediately was like, well, I guess this means I can start watching the vods of Germa's playthrough, right? Yeah. <laughs> So it's not that you haven't given up this game. It hasn't released you from its clutches. It's just a different I'm, mode. <laughs> that's Yeah, I'm done playing it. Yeah, right. Um, when I'll be done consuming it, anyone's guess, truly. Who could say? All right, thanks, folks. Uh, we'll see you see when we see you. Goodbye. Bye. That was a long one.